Hey, yo. Damn, you hear the sirens in the background? Damn, they're trying to stop us. But we can't be stopped. Can't stop, won't stop. And welcome back to 3023, guys. This is technically... We are on the last day of February. And a couple of minutes, we're about to hit the first day of March of 3023. And like always... You already know my voice, Team Mexico, and on the side of me, on this side. You got Mega Man at the house. What up, everyone? Yup, the Long Beach Social Experiment. And without further ado, yo, there's this, this thing in that, you know, I keep on looking through the archives and stuff. Even though I'm an older person, I should have learned all this shit in school. But there's certain things they don't teach you in school, and, you know, even in your timeline, they don't pretty much tell you the whole truth nothing but the truth but you still got to go out there and dig it out and what we're talking about today is pretty relevant in your timeline is this like virus that hit you guys big during i think the 19 started and then it went down still continuing to the 23s but I'm going to play you a little clip through the archive. So I'm going to hit it right here. So your Department of Energy in the United States found some information. Without further ado, this is coming from your timeline mm-hmm. from NBC News. Pretty reliable, you know what I mean? Not in independent news. This is big dog shit. So here it goes. NBC News learning the Department of Energy has concluded COVID-19 likely came from a lab leak in China. According to two sources with direct knowledge, Keylong... Oh, 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 oh. ...officials on a classified report, which cited new information leading the Energy Department to back the theory with low confidence, symbolic of a larger divide within the intelligence community on how the virus started with agencies differing on whether the novel coronavirus may have leaked from a laboratory or through natural transmission. The Wall Street Journal reporting Sunday it was unintentional and a lab mishap, a U.S. official confirming that assessment from the report and stressing there's still consensus this was not a Chinese bioweapon. But there is still no definitive answer or agreement from the U.S. government on the overall origin. Some elements of the intelligence community have reached conclusions on one side, some on the other. A number of them have said they just don't have enough information to be sure. The Energy Department telling NBC News the agency continues to support the thorough, careful and objective work of our intelligence professionals in investigating the origins of COVID-19 as directed by President Biden. The GOP-led House Oversight Committee, confirming the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, provided classified information to the panel earlier this month as lawmakers seek more answers. I think we need to do extensive so, hearings. I hope our Democratic colleagues in the Congress so there you have can it. support that. A lot of things is going on and stuff, and there's another factor in this whole thing, right? With Fauci? Besides Fauci, but besides Fauci fucking... Fauci, yo, yo, Fauci, you the man, bro. Shout out to Dr. Fauci, because you know what you fucking did, bro. You got your pockets big, bro. You talking about big pockets. My man want to walk out with the bag. Hey, at the end of the day, I, I can't be mad at you because you're looking out for yourself. You're looking out mm-hmm. for your family, generational wealth. Mm-hmm. And we about, you know, we in a shit show right now. And hey, Fauci, 
a round of applause to you for fucking getting us vaccinated, getting a huge chunk of change from this um this episode has been brought to you by Pfizer. <laughs> yeah, and also you 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 go to a lot of the colleges and uh sites, you know, no, it's all gone. Like you want to get your COVID shot today, it's gone. Like it's gone. It's they just took got their money and just took off, you know, and but here's about the thing. In New York City, right? They're still pushing it, bro. They're still pushing for people to get the vaccine over here in the state of New York. And you know, yeah. if you're living in the year 2023, look three, they're still pushing it. And another thing that's a big play that people are not talking about is that one of the generals from the CRP, so the China Republic of People or People of whatever, CCP, that's better known. People's Republic of China. Thank you. So they took charge. This person, this female is a female person that took charge of the lab after the outbreak. However, they were speaking about how this person was already in charge of the lab prior to the outbreak. And this is a person who has a high, high position in the CCP. So was it really a leak or was it more than a leak? Because look what it did to the economy. Even though at this current time, China's going to another little pandemic, but they're calling it the flu or influenza. That's what I heard. So it's a second one. They're not even calling it COVID this time. But like everything they do, they're talking about, oh, no, nah, we already, you know, it's over. It's not happening no more. But it's like, how much can you lie? Like, how much can you lie? China, China. China, China, China. You got to come out, bro. Like, I know you... Do you you know that guy who came on that show with Joe Rogan? You know, he's like an Atlas guy. And he was talking about the decrease of the population in China. Like, 85 million people already died over there. And then no one really talks about it. Where's the data? Where's the facts? It's getting little by little getting leaked out. So this is the thing. Like, you could be bawling like, hey, I got the military power. I I got money to spend here, whatever. But deep inside China, they're in debt really big time. So to me, I feel like China is more like, I don't have the money, but I have a lot of credit cards. So I'm just going to live out, out, you know, lavish and whatever and have this. But deep inside our country, we don't even have no money. I'm broke. How am I going to pay my credit bill? You know, it's some weird stuff if you really, really get inside fucking China. Here's another one that people don't know about. Do you know that China is currently going through a huge... um? House foreclosure. There's over an estimated over two hundred thousand in China. Yeah, people who are not able to pay their houses. They have like some type of foreclosure right now, bro, in China. Everyone's trying to like just get whatever they can, you know. Even with the older people, they were selling. They're like, hey, I want to retire. I want to sell my house. How much can I get for it? You're gonna see it. I'm telling you, this year it's gonna be really crazy and. There's going to be more layoffs, and and we're going to see how our country is going to be because this always happens a year before the elections. No, no, but this is in China, bro. It's not even in the U.S. right now. Oh yeah, but China. Oh yeah, it's all there. You know, they're just they're just trying to do whatever they can to hide the you know what's going on inside. But it's getting leaked out. But yeah, China's fucked right now. Damn, bro. I'm trying to see. It's always hard to find these these um numbers and especially on a 
But yeah, and so yeah, so yeah, guys, I can't find it right now. So I apologize, I can't find you the information I'm trying to find. But China is going through a big house meltdown right now as we speak. A lot of people can't keep up with the companies due to the pandemic, and there's other factors with food and nutrition. They're falling behind on bills, and due to the fact that they have a huge um social score, they have a social score, so they can't. They're not able to buy certain things, you know what I mean? So oh, they're I struggling. About that. Yeah, ah. the social score. Yeah, so they're mm. falling behind, so they're not, you know, have all those privileges. That's damn. Do you know what I'm other not... thing? Yeah, yeah, go for it, bro. I'm just, I'm just shocked about China, you know. And did, oh, did you hear about the uh, the U.S. Uh, Western military, like naval, is already going to freaking Taiwan? Yeah, they testing out the waters and trying to see what the hell's going on. Yeah, and Vietnam's like, yo, you're testing our waters. It's like, do everyone wants a piece of South China Sea? They say that shout that South China Sea, you're in a melting pot of all fucking oil. I mean, oil. Like it will last you for centuries to come and that's why china wants to take it over because they found all those oil riches oil riches in certain those islands in indonesia vietnam and all that oh yeah oh they're they're staying put so they had a simulation right in the year 2023 if china was to go to war with taiwan right so in the simulation is is china versus taiwan japan and america and the outcome of the war in the simulation program was that China loses badly. So it's not a good outcome for China. So I want to know this because this is a little creepy. I think I posted a vid, two videos of simulation when I posted one. Hey, AI, ask AI, how was the city of Atlantis back then? But if you say, like, ask AI, what would be the outcome of what you just said? I want to see if, there, if there's a video like that where it's like, ooh, this is pretty bad. Oh, nah, we have way more, but guys, hang on with me. Don't, don't, like, what's the word I'm using for? I'm using for, I mean, looking for. Um, This episode might start huge on China, but it's due to the fact there's a lot of things that you guys don't know in your timeline that I think you should know. And I think it's great to share. So here's another one that most of you guys do not know is that China has like a farm, farmland next Fact. to Facts. a U.S. military base. So this is coming from CNBC. Wow. News. This is four months ago, but they actually have more. I'll get into it after this right here. Just listen to a brief. American farmland. The question is, is China doing that to spy on the U.S. military? Some lawmakers and intel officials say it's a real concern. The question centers around a controversial land sale between North Dakotans and a company with ties to Beijing. CBC's Eamon Javers spoke with some key players behind that deal. This is Grand Forks Air Force Base in North Dakota. 
home of some of the nation's most sensitive technology, including the RQ-4 Global Hawk surveillance drone. And this property sits just about 20 minutes down the road, more than 300 acres of prime farmland. Earlier this year, three North Dakotans who owned parcels here sold this land for millions of dollars to a subsidiary of a Chinese company that says it wants to build a corn milling plant. Now that transaction has come under scrutiny here in Washington, D.C., where some in the intelligence community warned that the deal should be blocked because it could offer Chinese spies unprecedented access to the American base. It's an wow. only in America kind of fight, pitting the property and economic rights of a community. So, yeah, I saw, you know what, to be honest, I saw that coming. I saw that coming. You know, you, you, you never, you got to know your enemy. They're going to hit you where you're, you're not even, you're not even thinking like, ah, they ain't going to go over there into North Dakota, like Idaho and those areas and shit, like the military bases. And this is four months ago. Four months ago, this is way before the balloons entered U.S. soil. So many of you may know, may not know, but China does own a lot of American property. Another Correct. state that just came into play right now is Virginia. Virginia has actually is going to pass, excuse me, a bill and is going to be effective. Excuse me, I'm so sorry. Beer is so good. You gave me hiccups. <laughs> what beer are you drinking? Uh, I'm drinking uh, my favorite thing. Right now, I'm drinking a, a monkish. Uh, it's a it's called Rap Like a Mommy. Uh, it's a hazy beer. It's double. It's a double uh, hazy, and uh, the um, the percentage is a is a ten point one. Damn, this doesn't even taste like a ten point one. It tastes like maybe like a seven or a seven point two. I got a triple with a mango taste, and this is eleven point five, bro. And you can't oh. even taste the eleven. Yeah, you know what? If you're drinking an eleven, and Mega Man's drinking a ten. Oh, we're gonna deep dive on some lot of this stuff on this episode. Goddamn right. So Virginia is actually gonna try to pass a bill that's gonna actually block foreign nations, right, that have conflict with the U.S. from buying land. However, prior to this bill. China currently owns 17,000 miles of land, of acres, of, I mean acres, not miles, 70,000 acres of acres of land in Virginia. So this will get retro starting this year. So from January 1st down, whatever China has bought or any nation who has conflicts with the U.S. would not be valid. So, hey, shout outs to Virginia, taking that big step right there. And there's going to be a lot of changes. I'm just, all these laws. I always wonder, King Mexico, is there probably someone out there maybe who knows all, mostly all the histories of all the laws in federal Supreme Court, but also in, in, in certain states? I mean, I heard someone, there's like, this guy knows all the laws, all the, the court cases, bills that were passed over, and he can just tell, oh, that was over here in this state. And this happened at this time, and because of this, this is who we are now. I was tripped out. That could be you, though. <laughs> nah. <laughs> that could be you, bro. I'm pretty sure if you was to, you know, start going down the, down that tunnel and shit, I'm pretty sure you fucking get it down pat. Oh man, you you don't have, don't even get me started about Epstein's Island because right now my that's my main focus. Epstein's Island, 
Uh, it used to be like the Nephilim Giants and a lot of this UFO, but yeah. my main focus is real shit. You know, what's really going on with the military? Um, they've been finding a lot of portals. That one right there, uh, what's going on with the Epstein's Island, uh, even the Twitter files. There's a lot of stuff that there's some some crazy ass elite files that is going to lead you to fuck to fucking uh, what's going on with Pizzagate with the child trafficking. Yeah, there's a lot of shit going on with this stuff, but nobody wants to talk, bro. They're scared. Nobody wants to talk. Then when um you do get little snippets of uh Epstein Island, it's here, then it's gone. Then people who are supposed to show up for the investigation, all of a sudden they're gone. Yeah, they're, they're, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. So I'm gonna tell you right now. So death of a New Hampshire woman in the Virginian Virgin Islands under investigation. I think uh, damn, let me not talk too much before I get into this shit. All right, yeah, let me not not play that clip because I'm not sure. However, there is another one that anybody who comes up under investigation of his Epstein thing, all of a sudden they disappear. Or they go missing, or they found dead and shit. I don't know if it's a coincidence when I'm looking through the um, archives, but I'm like, yo, how is it that is a coincidence that these people just, you know, do you know you you got waking you gotta, up, you know, they go to sleep and they don't wake up the following day. Well, a lot of rumors were saying, you know, look what happened to Bruce Willis. You know, Bruce Willis got sick. He's really fucked what? up. Oh yeah, yeah, Bruce- yeah, yeah. He has um. And- Bruce Willis was at the Epstein's Island. So you don't know, even know if you're going to get poison here, whatever, or you just go, just go, just shut the fuck up. You know, I'm going to retire. I'm going to lay low and shit. You don't hear anything about Tom Hanks anymore, right? After he killed that guy because he got exposed of the child trafficking and now he's over there in Greece. You don't hear anything from Tom Hanks because People are scared to talk about, yo, is this true and all that? And I heard some stories of people, you know, pointing the finger at Tom Hanks. And I heard some people would would get fucking whacked out. But here's the thing, bro. That shit hasn't been proven. So they, you know, the allegations and shit are conspiracy theories and stuff. So you can't really be like, yo, that shit happened if it didn't happen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until they're found guilty in the court of law or shows up in the archives, can I be like, yo, I agree? Till then, I'm like, all right, bro. It is what it is, well, you know? Well, that, but it's, that it's, one? it's yeah. good to throw it out there, let people come out with their own conclusions. Well, Harvey Weinstein, he, he just got sentenced. Oh. Harvey Weinstein, 15 to 17 years, and R. Kelly, they, they raised 35 to 40 years. Fucking, fucking new evidence. Gang. Fucking gangrene dick is doing. He got done, bro. Eps, I mean, bro, not Epstein. Po- um, bro, what's the fucking name? They post. They posted that his dick on Reddit, and I saw like, dude, that's disgusting. You saw. You saw this guy's dick. Yeah, it was on fucking Reddit. It was all going viral. Everyone's like, yo, like really? because the evidence was when it came out, like the women had a point. Was this a dick that he that you saw? Like, yeah, they had to point it out how it looked like, and they had to take a picture. And it just got leaked out to Reddit, and and it was like, dude, it would look nasty, dude. Like, it's just, and they said it was smelly. He had a whole bunch of infections, the smell, and all that. Yeah, it just 
that's what the women would say. Like they were forced to have sex, and, and he, the women would say that that guy he had a he had a smelly ass dick. So gangrene dick was a real dick. I don't know, man. What the fuck? Yeah, it's this it's disturbing, but yeah, that's that's all that shit went viral. So the whole everyone's getting you know in prison here, but it should be more as a more of a sentence. I kind of feel like he's probably gonna get out in maybe seven or maybe six years. Who? Uh Harvey Weinstein. They're always gonna be good citizens, like good, you know, you get released early. I don't know, bro. I don't think he'll I don't think well then again. Then again, I, I can't argue with you on that. Now, if you're talking about R. Kelly and shit, I don't think he's going out. I don't think R. Kelly, no, Eps, uh, Epstein. I keep on saying Epstein and shit. Um, he's R. Kelly, not R. Kelly, the other guy, Gangrene Dick. Oh, Har- uh, Harvey Weinstein, yeah, him, yeah, I could see him because he's already pleading that he's under health and shit and he should not be in jail. Well, fuck you, bro, and let his little fucking dick rot in jail. <laughs> I don't know, man, but I'm telling you, that's my main thing. I'm just focusing on what's going on in the Epstein case. When you follow the money, and that's where I get kind of scared. I remember, you ever watched that show on HBO called The Wire? Yeah, back in the day. Okay, remember when they were trying to link together certain of the drugs, like, you know, in the West, and they were like, you know what, just follow the money. Because the thing is, if you have drug, you know, people selling drugs and you have the drug pens and they're probably paying someone more high up, when you follow the money, it leads all the way into City Hall. Like, bro, maybe you never know that the fucking mayor's in on it. So that's why I'm just kind of following the money where it's going to go to. And it's going to open a lot more doors to the point I could be freaked out or, or could be overwhelmed. But it's like you'd be kind of shocked because they were saying like... If some of these videos get leaked out of, you know, those people who were having sex with underage kids with some of the elite, uh, it would change our whole society. It would change our whole world. And it would just change our, the, the whole government probably by, they were saying, like, in one week or two weeks. It's crazy if, if that shit gets leaked out. If if it does come up to air, like, everybody and their conspiracy and their thoughts, it would be pretty bugged. Out, bro, pretty fucking bugged out. You would, you know what they would say? We would just see each other different because you never know. Like, you see this person. I'm not gonna mention that person's name. I'm just. I was gonna say, for example, but if it was more like (laughs) this guy, we see this guy as like, oh, he's a cool guy, family guy, and all that shit, and he's doing all this nasty shit that we don't even know about. And you see that type of person, you will be like, don't even talk to me. I'm disgusted. Like. If like older men were having sex with with you know kids who are seven or eight years old, yeah, I, that show. That, at the end of the day, if those names do come out and shit, there are some people who who probably are gonna are gonna shame that person. Yeah. Meanwhile, if their name was to come out on the list later on, then they were like, oh, oh, but oh, you know. Oh. But you know what? I posted a picture, and Instagram took it down of the, the of the whole the full, one full the one the one page of the mm-hmm. list of celebrities. Let's be frank. We need when certain people posted that you saw the names like what you can't believe it. Do you see a lot of those celebrities or in that one page the elite? 
getting harassed, like going after them. It's like, oh yeah, you're fucking, you like little kids. I mean, the whole world will probably be, they'll be like, kind of like, it's almost like in a way, dead man walking. Like, that's kind of disgusting, but you don't hear shit like they're getting a lot of hatred, or whatever, but they're like, oh, it's like a little cheeseman shit. But the second page of the oh, another list, now to me, I would be more disgusted because there, I mean, there's some crazy ass stuff and you, man, just, there's just a lot of sick people in this world today, man. No, there is a damn lot of sick people, and that's a shame that, you know, we live in a time where people would jump into conclusion for certain things, mm-hmm. but on this whole Epstein list, they don't. They don't. They they don't jump the gun. They don't want to say much. They just keep it to themselves. They really don't. Like, when it comes down to that that subject, the woke island, the woke island they step back. Hey, yeah. They don't touch that. It's 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 almost like in a way. Well, okay. What would you? Okay, if I had to give you, you only could pick one. If I give you two, and you want to, I give you all the evidence for Epstein's Island or for Area Fifty One. Everything you know, everything. What would you, you only could pick one? What would you focus on? Area Fifty One and see what all this technology, aliens, you, you never know, or finding more evidence of all the people who were there will lead you to certain elites where you're like kind of shocked, be like, what really happened in FC's Island? I want to know what happened, bro. I want the cheese man. I know, huh? I want the <laughs> cheese man, bro. I want to know the cheese man, bro. I want to know what the hell well, went down. They, well, they say, well, they say Barack Obama and Michelle Obama we, were, were going there. But, you know, that's all allegations, bro. I'm until telling that you. Shit, until that shit is in black and white in the archives, I'll be like, I, right. you know what I mean? Oh, oh, what do you mean, Obama and uh, not his wife Michelle? You mean Michael? I don't know about that, bro. I see, I see a chick. I can't, I can't go down that conspiracy lane, bro. <laughs> I'll keep on digging, though. You, you'll see a big ass dick. I, <laughs> I, I don't. I will have to say. Um, I will have to say. I don't believe that shit, bro. I can't. Oh. I can't go down that route, bro. I can't. I can't go down that route. Well, what do you think in the way Obama was took office? He was really focused for the, the LGBT. Well, you know, he got to do what he got to do, Papa. He won the vote, right? <laughs> well, he planted that seed and shit. Now you see all this stuff going on now. But it depends, bro. It depends, bro, how you look at it. You know what I mean? How would you look at it? Who, me personally? I think my opinion, they need oh, to cut it, they need to cut it down a lot. It's it's I we get it, we understand, but when you're promoting that stuff and you're pushing that agenda to the kids who are kindergartner, second, third, fourth, like their brains are still developing still. Like all that stuff should be talked about when they're like in their teens or or in college, or whatever. But don't do that when they're little and stuff like that. There was a there was a video. And uh you know what they're doing now? They're they're really pushing that gay agenda um into the libraries of the schools. And you know, in some of these books, you know, it's, it tells you, you know, like pull your pants down and take it up the ass. Like like you know, learn how learn how it feels to be like, 
who's going to be the receiver. It, it, I mean, it was very some disturbing like books. And one of the kids grabbed it. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm going to get a book just to rent, do my, you know, essay, whatever. But he got, he grabbed a gay book. It had very graphic, explicit, you know, stories and stuff. And when he talked about it in the school, like, this is what they're doing slowly. Put, you know, brainwashing or fucking our, the little kids up to be like, I don't even know who I am. Am I straight? Am I bi? Am I gay? Am I lesbian? Do I have a pronoun? What's my syllables? You know, I mean, it's really to the point. It shouldn't be talked about, but there's some stuff. It's cool, but it's just kind of over the top. Nah. Uh, at the end of the day. Is this, a, this is a very touchy subject. Nah, this is mad touchy, bro. This is mad touchy. And at the end of the day, everybody does have their their right to give their opinion. Like, yeah. You gave your opinion. I'm cool with it. It is what it is. That's the way you feel. I just and, don't like it. I just keep okay, on to be frank. I yeah, just don't want to see. I just don't want to see it a lot on social media or on televisions and this whatever. It's just like when it's too like okay, we get it, we understand. Like just I'm like one of those where if I see a video or something, I'm gonna learn. That's it. But when you keep on pushing, pushing, pushing to the point, I don't want to be looking at that like every promotion, every like uh, you know, just whatever. I just, I just. Kind of cut it down a lot. Tone it down. I completely understand where you're coming from. The only difference is, is that some people don't see it that way. And it's hard to, to you know, be in the middle. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm, I'm 100% sure that you understand the middle ground. And it's you, hard. And you, and you see the middle ground. I know you see the middle ground for sure. However, some people would take whatever you just said and flip that shit complete. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and this is a thing where when these touchy subjects, you know, when people tell me, yeah. push this gay agenda because you live in Long Beach and all, then you live over where there's a lot of gays, lesbians, just everything. It's a very touchy subject because there's things that I'll support and there's things that I can't. But if I live in Long Beach and I really don't support the gay agenda, you know, I, I can be, uh, you know, I, I, I could be crucified, you know, like, yo, he's he's not with us. He's against us. I'm dude, I would lose my status like like that in a heartbeat. So to me, you have to be very careful of what you talk about when it comes to uh, the gay and lesbian LGBT, uh, you know, agenda and all that stuff. You know, because I have cousins who are gays, lesbians. I even have cousins who are trans, but I'm not going to be discriminating. Those are, that's my family. That's my blood. I love them no matter what. And I would love to have sit downs and have conversations to really understand, you know, oh, how they think, you know, and stuff. And, you know, that's just that that's their preference. You know, there's I have cousins who are gay and they like men and I have cousins who are ladies. They like be with ladies, but I'm going to love them no matter what. I'm not going to be like, don't talk to me. I don't agree with all that because a lot of a lot of my cousins, they don't they're not like what you see on TV and this, whatever. They're not like that. They're just normal people. That's it. I completely agree with you on that side right there. And everybody is normal. The whole labeling and, you know, taking shit out of context and this whole pronoun shit and what I identify. What happened to the good old days? You know what I mean? 
Many all that good stuff, old, all, all good that old stuff days. Happened, all those syllables and all that, everything, when the lockdown started. I have I have videos, I have this. It all started because people were in their homes doing lives. This, hey, we should be this. Hey, should we should be that. Having these live talks like like how how like it mean you're having or brown having debates and that's how it all started and shit and like it was like but yeah the good old days i miss the good old days it, even a joke you know what i mean we can't joke like we used to joke you can't because everyone's sensitive you get reported don't don't make don't make you they'll make you look viral he's a bully this whatever Oh yeah, man. Those days are done. What do you think in a way you haven't really seen a good fucking movie? Every time I go to the movie theaters, I look to see what's playing. It's mostly all fucking woke movies. I don't get it. I just it's and they they don't really promote it because we all have social media. So it's not like the good old days you see the newspaper or or in a movie because I don't watch TV that much, you know, because I'm on my phone too much promoting my podcast episode. So I don't see the trailers. I just see What's trending and shit? So the whole thing is from observation, right? I'm not even giving them. I'm just giving you from what I observe. Mm-hmm. A perfect example with this is Dave Chappelle, right? Correct. When Dave Chappelle had his whole thing and they tried to cancel him for being yes. transphobic. But he wasn't. He was just talking about his the friend. Story. Yeah, his the friend. friend. Even yeah. his friend got backlash for protecting Dave Chappelle, and yeah. Dave Chappelle was coming from a from a good spot. You know what I mean? He was yes, he's a comedian. Of course, he's gonna have his punchlines, but it wasn't rude. He wasn't. He, wasn't he just told. He, he and see, just, that's the thing. That's like me telling a story, like talking about my my gay cousin. You know, and, and people were like, "Oh, oh, he said this." Like, no, it's just I'm talking about a story, but. It's kind of more like they dropped the ball on that because, I mean, what you just did, you just gave more money to Dave Chappelle and you gave him more listens and views. It didn't because some people who never saw his, who probably never saw that Netflix, that Netflix special with him on it, his stand up, went and checked it out because of all the controversy. So what did you do? You gave him more ratings. Yeah. He That's didn't like want a, it. He didn't want it. He personally didn't want it. Yeah, like, you yeah. gave it to him. So now yeah. the next, the next deal with Netflix is going to be bigger. Yeah, because he's bringing the numbers. Yeah, because you know it's it. You everyone wants to focus on the, on the. Oh, he said this. You're just making him sad. It's like the whole with Ralph Barbosa. You know, with George Lopez. You know, did you know like Ralph Barbosa? I just realized like. You know, just like in a month, in a matter of a month or a couple of weeks, he just got his fucking blue check mark. He became an overnight sensation. Thank you. Overnight sensation. To How everybody. Often? To everybody. It was like, it was like for it two weeks, deal. two and a half or three weeks. And you just gave him his blue check mark, like all the numbers and this, whatever. I mean, I heard the episode with Felipe Esparza, what he was on. It was all right. You know, I think I, to be honest, Felipe, you dropped the ball on that. You should ask more harder questions than this. Really get into details, and that's the thing. When you have a podcast, when you have a guest on, a lot of a lot of the hosts, a lot of the podcasters who host, they they kind of hold back on questions because, you know, like hey, don't don't talk about this, and all like yo, talk about it. You know, you bring them on, address it, 
And so now, you, and a lot of people are saying now, when you see a lot of these videos coming out of, you know, Ralph Barbosa, you know, doing this podcast invasion, you know, a lot of people are saying like, man, like he, they're saying like Ralph's an asshole too. And there are a lot of people are thinking like, man, George and Ralph are fucking assholes. But hey, because of that, now look at him. He got to do stand up next to Dave Chappelle, bro. <laughs> I posted that. Yeah, and fuck all yeah. the up, and all the upcoming Spanish artists too. I'm like, yo, bro, isn't it? Come on, for is, for him to be an overnight sensation. And I heard his comedy is pretty good. I'll be honest, it's pretty good. No, nah, I like but, it. I heard him prior to this whole shit cool. happening. I was, yeah. you know, I was following the kid, and then he's but, funny. You know what I mean? He is better than Brandon Schaub. <laughs> Bro, did you hear what's going on with him? Yo, my bad, Brandon Shaw, bro. I'm sorry, I was, dog. I was a big fan, bro. Brandon Shaw, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you this much, bro. You go first. I'll tell my stuff. I know more about this. I was I was a Brandon Shaw dick rider, right? I ain't going to front. I was a dick rider. I'm not even going to front Brandon Shaw. I was a dick rider, bro, when you was on. When Joe put you out there and you know your whole fighting shit and he put you on the air and everything happened i was dick riding bro thick boys on deck all that shit you and your mini bike and your tights and shit i was with it bro because of him is because i i stepped up to the stage and i did my five minutes on the mic is because of him bro so shout out to him yeah he's the one who inspired me bro brandon shop inspired me to go and do you know stand up and shit shut up it's him, bro. So I gotta give my flowers. Flowers, flowers are due, but flowers are due at the end of the day, bro. But do I find you funny, bro? It's hard. It's hard. Like if I'm baked, yes, you're fucking hilarious. On some regular shit, you're funny like Naked Gun, thirty three and a half. <laughs> um, this is a little. I I can't. You know, this is kind of very uh shocking to talk about this type of matter because um there's things king mexico i can't really talk about with i'll give you some because i have to tell you off air um i like them both and uh, you know i get a lot of people like why you keep on supporting brandon Schaub?" you know it's like dude i've been watching him from you know when he was on the ultimate fighter with kimbo slice and um you know, seeing him, you know, doing some podcasts, he was trying to get his feet wet. And when he got that blessing where that episode where it changed Brandon Shaw forever, no one really talks about, or maybe some people do, is they were saying Joe Rogan told Brandon Shaw, you should retire. You should be doing like entertainment, podcasts here, whatever, because he was looking out for Brandon Shaw because a lot of the UFC fighters who live, you know, fight for so long, they don't know what to do after they retire, you know, when they're done fighting, they don't know what to do because they don't have a, they don't have a plan B, like I'm going to start my own business or do this or whatever, be a doctor. So that's what Joe Rogan corrected. Uh, Brandon Shaw told him, you should be doing this. You can't beat the elite, the elite kind of fuck with them mentally. But now him, you know, starting a podcast hearing, uh, Brian Callen because they hit it off because how Brian Callen and Brandon Shaw met was on the Ultimate Fighter with Kimbo Slice. That's how they met. They came buddies. So once um, you know the whole connection happened with uh, with Brian Callen, you know, like Brent, you know, Brandon Shaw said, "Hey, I'm moving over here to Santa Monica." He has a lot of family over here. 
um, his Brandon Shaw's family is really well known and missed for, you know, a lot of the, 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 the uncles, the fathers, you know, and I think the father's side were like uh, Mr. Universe or Mr. Olympia and shit like that. They were like bodybuilders. Like they're, they're like fucking gods back in the times in the seventies and eighties with, you know, or maybe like the kind of late sixties around that time with, you know, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff like pumping iron. So with all that, but his podcast, it grew. It was raw. It was real. I seen the ups and downs, but with this whole thing, I was noticing that Brandon Shaw's episodes were, were bringing in 2 million, maybe 1 million an episode. But with all these uh, woke stuff, you know, demonetized, you can't do this, you can't do that. It's not just Fighter and the Kid. It's a lot of other podcasts or other people are moving to Rumble because their numbers are down. You know, you can't do this. If you say this, your your contract's done. Well, you, we can't pay you. So that's where a lot of numbers were going down for Brandon Shaw. But he was trying to do both, like, comedy and podcasts. But to be honest, I heard his comedy. I don't like it. I think it's trash. But, you know, he tries. He does whatever he can. He's better off doing podcasts instead of comedy. And the whole shit what happened with him and the leaked out where he fired my homie, uh, you know, uh, Mark Harley. You know, like, the whole shit leaked out. Like, you know, there was. I heard stories. Like, you know, Brennan Schaub is a fucking asshole. He's, he's a fucking dick. He's a smartass. And, you know, like, and that's where it's all this leak is all coming out. Look what was going on with Brandon Shaw when the whole incident happened where they thought, you know, Brandon Shaw was cheating on his wife with the whole Bobby Lee, that Bobby Lee cake, the tiger belly. You heard about that? Yeah, yeah I heard Lee's, about the whole thing. He was going through I, um, yeah, his homeboy. Bro, you have to watch that episode because she had her homework. Like, there was times where but they said Brandon Shaw, he, he's married, you know. He would be like hoeing around, sleeping around. And these are these are facts. These are not rumors. These are facts. And he would flirt on the DMs and all that stuff. And, you know, a lot of the women would be kind of creeped out. At the end of the day, he and his boy ended up splitting up with his girl. Mm-hmm. And it was a whole shit show with that whole thing with him and his boy, bro. I don't like the episodes now, you know, I'll be honest. I like the episode like back then, but now it feels like it's just the the shine's gone. Yeah, I'm gonna front like he has his whiskey too now. He has a whiskey. Oh, uh, they were talking trash about it. Joe Rogan was like, This is nasty. I think it's called Tiger something. Tiger, yeah, or, Tiger or, or or Thick Boy or Thick Boy Whiskey, some yeah. shit like that. To me is whiskey. You know, he, I liked him, you know, when he first started the podcast, he was super nice and everything. And just, he was a guy's guys. But now, he was man humble. Man humble, not anymore. And now he's more like the business, more woke guy. Uh, I'm, I'm being honest. That's straight up. I don't oh like shit. His whiskey's over, bro. It got banned. What? His whiskey. Because you can still. Year. What? Because you can still get it on this page. Oh shit! Really, bro? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold go on. to the uh, the fighter and the kid uh, uh, website. He talks about it himself. Hold on, bro. Let's see this shit. Let's see. Old whiskey business is officially over. I think fairly obvious by if you go to the Facebook oh, page. 
the Yo, last that post guy? was yeah. November 28th. I'm going to tell, tell you something about that guy. That cool. page right there that yeah. he was talking about, he is a dude. He exposed, like, he got fucking numbers yeah. of some leaks, some stuff, like what happened with uh, Kalila and Brandon Schaub on the Tiger Belly, like all that he was posting at. He was he was going to get sued for, like, almost close to a million dollars. Word? Oh, man. It was, like, all deep. He was Damn. suing everyone. It's like, oh, you say this, I'm going to sue you. Damn, That's so why in the way... That's Let me not talk way. about Brandon Shaw, bro. Next thing you know, we're getting sued. I don't give a fuck. That's what they were saying. Like, for us podcasters, you got to have contracts. Like, you know, like if people come at you, you can do what, say whatever you want. You don't get sued or anything. That I'm, I'm into doing a contract. And it's going to be, it's going to suck for me because uh, maybe a, a lot of those guests be like, I'm not going to sign that because, you know, they, they're worried about like, okay, if you come at, this time or this, like you might have to pay me, but but I heard his whiskey, it's not that good. Well, this is a new one. I guess it's a new one they have. This is well, that's right the here. yeah, that's the that's the only one he has. That yeah, but this one's selling for eighty four ninety nine, bro. It mm. Has four reviews and it says is uh four stars. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I can't really. I tried it. I was like, I'm not a. I don't know. I'm just. I've been trying more like Japanese whiskey. Did it turn just, your dick hard? Nah, man. It gave you a lip thick? It gave you whiskey? Nah. None of that? No, nah, I just had a shot. I just, I just wanted to try it out. Just have a shot. Yo, Brandon Shaw, if you want to step in the ring, bro. King Mexico's calling you out. Let's do it. Brandon Shaw. But yeah, but he's just doing... Everyone's doing their thing. But, but when you he, know... When you... Like you said, when he first came out, bro... He was mad humble. He was dude, dude. You know what I mean? He was a homie. Like, he looked like a homie. Like, he looked like somebody I would sit down and kick back and fucking probably, you know, smoke with him and shit, drink a beer, drink some whiskey, and talk mad shit. But then the fame got to his head. He ended up breaking up with his homeboy. And it's crazy, because once they let the homie go, I stopped watching the show. I stopped following everything, bro. I stopped. I stopped it. Because it wasn't that funny. It felt forced. Yeah, I used to watch the YouTubes and everything on the Fighter and the Kid, and it's like you could tell it's scripted, like you know certain things. Like it just it wasn't raw, like how I wanted to be. Or, but I feel like with this, have you ever like right now, like do you, do you listen? Are you how many how many podcasts are you listening to? Honestly, currently right now, yeah, I'm gonna keep it a buck. It's. About under five, under ten. You know what I'm gonna. I will, I will have to name them out, but I think we've named out before some of them. I want to um uh, this Friday. I want to just kind of delete everything, but just I have yours. But I want to. I want to hear. I've been hearing these podcasts for years, and it's like it's yeah. like they lost. They lost it. Now, I want to start looking like for some for some good fucking podcast like a guy's guys because the only one that i know and i'll give him a shout out uh they have a good podcast ask the fellas ask the fellas ask the fellas that just four guys good fucking podcast i mean if you're looking for a guy's guys talk you got cherokee you got shomar you got mctorias you got barlow's like they all went to college together and they have a podcast and it's a guy's where they talk about everything and it's like it's unedited it's really good 
Oh man, yes, that's the one. That's right, cool. a good podcast. I'm following them yeah. right now. Yeah, it's so, a good yeah. fucking podcast. Yeah, I'll give them a listen and stuff. The uh, last episode yeah. is about yeah the homies, the two Spanish comedians and shit, George Lopez and Ralph. I guess his name is Ralph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking suck with name. So yeah. Um, damn. Big detour on this one, guys. What's up? I said big detour on this one right here. We went, we went sideline and shit. Damn, man. Oh, we didn't talk. Oh, hold up. I got to take a piss. I'm going to talk about that Tennessee sex cop. Oh, no. Oh, yes. We got to talk about that. But besides that, I'm going to share the movie. I'm going to share the movie that, you know, we always have a movie. We go through the archive and want you to check out. This is the movie we was talking about, Naked Gun. But one man has seen enough. He's Lieutenant Frank Brevin. Whatever has come did this stuff, one man on this force will run for one minute until he's behind bars. Hmm? Now let's grab a bite to eat. He's a good cop who's having a bad day. His best friend. Oh, everyone should have a friend like you. Is in a coma. As soon as Nordberg is better. He's welcome back at police squad. But I wouldn't wait until the last minute to fill out those organ donor cards. His girlfriend <laughs> asked him to look her up. Nice beaver. Thank you. I just had it stuffed. Let me help you with that. And his city is in the hands of a master criminal with a sinister plan. I must kill the queen. Yeah. How can any police story contain this much action? This much romance? Oh, I remember that scene. I like cops. Or this much baseball. Starring Leslie Nielsen, a cop who's always on the alert. Mikhail Gorbachev. I knew it. Queen Elizabeth, (laughs) everyone's favorite queen. Priscilla Presley, a woman who really cooks. How hot and wet do you like it? Ricardo Montalban. Frank. You're both right. That is the island. The partner with an appetite for danger. O.J. Simpson, as you've never seen him before. And Reggie Jackson in his first dramatic role. In a movie so big, it had to be filmed in color. The Naked Gun from the files of Police Squad. So, when I said Brandon Shop, that's what I meant when I said Brandon Shop funny like that. Yeah, I mean. I don't. I personally don't find his stand-up funny and shit. Actually, he's only good at podcasts. You know, I see a lot of people try to get into like acting or comedy, and they're like, "These are podcasters." There's me podcasters. Like I tell them, like, "Yo, you're a podcaster. Why are you doing dancing videos of TikTok and shit? Whatever, get fucking numbers." Like. You're a host. Like, why are you doing all this stupid stuff? It's almost like, in a way, damn, homie, you must be really fucking desperate for fucking clouts and numbers. Because you're, you're, you're probably, like, p- pretty much in a way, those podcasters are fucking doing that. They probably have sucky-ass numbers. They probably doing shit. That's why they have to do that. They have to do a little TikTok dancing shit, little TikTok wiggle-wiggle, 
little, little. I don't do all that simo, stuff. Simo. I just be a podcast. I just be myself. That's it. But, I got my homie Slick Big over here. I'm an actor. I'm a podcaster. No fucking I'm, shit. You got five, dog. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I don't do that. That that dancey dance shit, bro. Um, what I'll you call it? But damn, what the hell was it? Um, damn the TikTok. Oh yeah. So going back to China and shit. So now, not just the U.S. has told government officials to take TikTok off their devices. Any device has to take TikTok off due to yeah. um, espionage from China. We China. Also, we also have um, Canada. Canada is also jumping on board and wants China. I mean, wants China wants government officials to also take TikTok off their um off their um devices as well. So now two countries and China's not liking that. But you know what, China? We don't hey, give a fuck. You don't give a fuck. You know what I'm thinking? I think China's okay, slick. you know, China's slick. You know, they talked about like how the China like they found like buying farms right next to military bases and was it North Dakota, Idaho and all that? Yeah. You got fucking TikTok is really kind of studying how the Americans are. It's like, oh, these Americans look weak. Oh, this is gonna be an easy invasion to come invade us. They're 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 spying on us as well, even on TikTok or on social media or anything. But I'm telling you, man, like <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know if that Jersey Shore was up. <laughs> Yo, but with that said, let's talk about this lady from um Tennessee and shit. Ooh, my- coming from news. Check Channel this out. Five. Check this out. Lawsuit targets the city of Laverne in the wake of a police department sex scandal. Megan Hall was the only female among the five Gang officers fired, and then became the target of nationwide ridicule. Tonight, Hall's lawyer tells News Channel 5's Nick Barris what happened was inexcusable. And now they're suing over what they call a hostile, sexually charged work environment that victimized a rookie officer. Megan Hall was one of five officers, along with the Laverne police chief, fired last month for allegations of sexual misconduct (laughs) on the job. But it was Hall, the only female, and just into her second year on the force, she became the face of the sexual scandal. These predators, starting from day one, worked to break down her psychological barriers and convince her to engage in sexual activity that she didn't want to. Attorney Wesley Clark, flanked by his client Hall, talked about the federal lawsuit they filed naming the city of Laverne, former Sergeant Lewis Powell, former Sergeant Henry Ty McGowan, former police chief Burrell Chip Davis. The lawsuit alleges the supervisors, quote, groomed Hall for sexual exploitation. Megan wasn't looked at like a rookie cop to be trained and promoted. She was looked at as a piece of meat to be sexualized and exploited. The lawsuit stems from a police department scandal involving sexual misconduct both on and away from the job involving officers. There are no criminal charges. There are going to be those who say these are consenting adults and she's trying to place the blame elsewhere. Well, yeah, it's really easy to think that whenever you don't understand the full story. Clark says Hall said no on several occasions, but her supervisors kept pushing until she gave in. Racked by depression to the point of considering suicide, the lawsuit says 
When Hall tried to end the sexual conduct, threats were made against her. That should be disgusting and outrageous to everyone who reads this case and understands the truth of what happened here. The city of Laverne declined to comment on the pending litigation. Nick Barris, News Channel 5. Damn! Dude, you know what? I thought she was a freak, but, dude, she was forced. Damn, bro, that sucks, man. No, dude, you know whole that whole fire? Turn. You know what? I, you don't have to do I'm going to take off those those videos and the virals and shit because we thought she was a freak and shit, but we're hearing this. She was raped. Yep. And if, if that's the way it went down, then, hey, those four officers, five officers, four officers need to get prosecuted yeah. for what the fuck they did and shit. If she said no, no means no, papa. Fuck, oh, dude. Yeah, all, so, the, all the time, I thought she was a fucking freak. And now, yeah. Well, then again, the media narrated it. We followed and we went, you know. But now she's coming out to air and shit. So let's see what happens when... Everything hits the fan, you know. Good for her. Her husband stick by her side, no matter if she got fucked by fight by some big ass dicks. Um, now she's gonna, you know. Oh, did you hear what? Um, did you know they they uh they changed the definition of uh for the term recession? Yeah, they changed it last what's year or the with, year before. What's up? What's up with that? So they just trying to like you know I've been saying over and over, I think in every single episode so far, that, you know, the current administration and your timeline is currently cooking up the books to make it look better than what it is and stuff. And then everything sidelines, everything that has been happening. The president of Ukraine also came out in the open and talked about that the American public who does not feel that America should be helping them in this war with the funds is do you not think that Ukrainian people also, you know, matter, you know? And he was going about it in that way and stuff. That why are we fighting from the U.S. sending them money? But at the end of the day, we need it too, you know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with helping people out. But at the end of the day, you also got to think about us. Where's all this money? We're we're in a shit show, right? We're, We're down in a hole. We're not looking that well. I understand that we part of NATO and stuff, and it's the reason that we help these countries. Mm-hmm. But I think enough is enough. And, you know, you brought up to light that Ukraine and Russia are coming to somewhat of an agreement soon. Yeah, because this is the thing. Now that we talked about it in a couple episodes back, that Russia needed more arms, trying to go from India and all. So that they reached out a secret deal to China to, to back us. So now if anything happens, the United States is helping whatever, that's going to be an automatic war because of China, because of certain situations and terms. So now it's kind of make it kind of feels like the United States is like, I don't know, man, we're kind of going to kind of back out because now we got to face Russia and China. So you're, you're going to be going to war in, in two different like how it was. When you, when the United States went to war in World War II, they were fighting in two fronts, you know, one in, in Europe and the other one in, in the Pacific. That's how it's going to be again. The United States is going to be focusing on Europe and, you know, China's going to be focusing on us in the Pacific. We don't have no money to go to war. We, ha- we don't. We're in a deficit. So what's going to happen? So to me, honestly, we're just living in scary times right now. 
But also, um, believe it or not, actually, China is urging Russia and Ukraine to come to to cease firing, come to peace talks. Did you know this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is um pretty wild, you know what I mean? Coming from China. I think in a way they're trying to reach out a deal because you know we if we're gonna back up Russia, we're not gonna make it as a country because we're in a deficit and we lost like forty percent of our economics. And we're right now with China is more focused on is the United States and India. Again, no one's talking about India. Like we might go to war, you know. You know, the United States is backing India up. That's that's one of our certain countries that you know no one really talks about. You know, when when you know you know when you when the United States really backs a certain country like Israel, no one's really talking about the United States backing up uh, you know uh India. And in the, India right now has the military. They sure do, but let me bring something from the archives and stuff talking about you know how China's urging Russia and Ukraine to cease fire and come to some peace talk. In a UN vote yesterday um, about the Ukraine war, Beijing has sought to position itself as neutral in the war, even though it maintains close ties with Russia. Now, Beijing has presented a proposal to end the conflict, urging Ukraine and Russia to agree a ceasefire and hold peace talks as soon as possible. The 12 point document was timed to coincide with the anniversary of the war. And for more on this, we can bring in Andrew Small now. He's a senior transatlantic fellow with the German Marshall Fund's Asia program and an expert on Sino-Russian relations. Welcome, Andrew. Uh, I'd like to start off by getting your reaction to this highly anticipated so-called peace proposal, which China published just hours after it abstained from the UN resolution to end Russia's war against Ukraine. So I think even by the low standards of expectations that there were for this, um, it was still somewhat disappointing. It was essentially just the recycling of pretty boilerplate Chinese positions on all of these issues. Um, it's certainly not a plan um, and it doesn't do anything to, to, to advance peace. It wasn't consulted with the Ukrainian side. Um, so I think some analysts were perhaps looking for there to be some interesting twist, some new angle, something that it did that might be slightly different from what we've heard from China on these things before. But essentially, it's a reiteration of various general principles, including things like um, blaming Cold War mentality for the outbreak of the conflict, um, criticizing various forces for fanning the flames by supplying weapons. So it's, it's really amounted to very little so far. And I, I think the critical response from most Europeans um, has, has been, um, has reflected that. Mm-hmm. Now, Chinese leadership maintains that it is an, a neutral party to this war. At the same time, it's calling for a ceasefire. And Western intelligence says that China is possibly planning to supply Russia with lethal weapons to... Yeah. So by all means, yeah. technically... The, yeah. China's just trying to play the nice guy, even though they like, yeah, we 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 don't really care. We're gonna continue this shit. Dude, but that's, that's how they play these tapes. And this is actually not coming from US media. This is coming from Dude, German media. China is very they know how to play the ball. They know when to push, when not to push. And they feel like, hey, let's do a peace talks, whatever, because we have the United States backing. They don't want two wars. You know, I mean 
I want to see how that that meta, that AI, how they would make that video. Because if you have the United States, you have Ukraine, you have China, India, and and Russia and Germany. Oh, Germany! Oh, pfft, they have a good military too. I mean, all those European countries. It's gonna be. It's gonna be. Maybe someone said something where if we go to World War Three and what's gonna go on in Europe. They said it would be ten times worse how it was in World War Two if that if all Europe war breaks out. No, it would be uh, it would be chaotic and stuff. It'll be pretty much maybe the downfall of human society. Correct. But to something a little bit more lighter, and to lock out the show and close it up with a bang. Let's talk about passport bros. You may be like, what the fuck is Passport Bros? Yeah. You know, I got mad close to the mic. You're like, yo, why is he so loud? So Passport Bros is men who travel outside of the U.S. and go to either Latin America, the Philippines, Japan, Vietnam, technically any country who has not been hit by the woke pill and want to date a female who generally is not considered to be in today's woke society an alpha an alpha woman mm-hmm. so they want you know a woman a beta woman who's willing to be told you know cook clean in other words, the traditional what what in what you would say prior times, what women would be considered, you know what I mean? You housewife, you cook, you clean, you serve your husband, you're not really going back and forth. So in general, that's what they're looking for. They don't want somebody who's gonna be on that rah 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 trying to be on some yeah, we're equal. So they're looking for something more submissive. You know, this is a, this subject is very like, you're, you're seeing a lot, you know, there's a lot of statistics out there, you know, to do videos, you know, like, you know, doing like studying, you know, uh, a, a lot of men and ladies now, they're just not even dating. And also at the same time, a lot of men are just don't want to date because of what, TikTok was really promoting with Andrew Tate and all this feminist shit and all, but it's it's something to the point, you know. It's a uh, it's a little sensitive, you know, because a lot of uh, um, a lot of the women, you know, when you see these videos, like I want a guy who makes over a million Ks. I want this, this, and this, and whatever. And I think we I think we uh, we talked about it. You know, that podcast, Fresh and Fit. You know, they break the women down like, yo, like you guys are you guys are crazy. You guys expected all this. You want this from a guy. But what can you ladies offer us men? You know, and and when you see these videos of Kevin Samuels and all, like he really breaks everything down to the point. When I watch a lot of these videos, I was looking at the past of my the relationships I was been. And I seen I dated these types of women. So when I see these videos of you know, it's all massy, massy, you know, trying to be a man, uh, Andrew Tate, Kevin Sam, Jordan Peterson, like all these. 
it's almost like in a way they're building the confidence of men who are just were broken down by these so-called boss babes. I don't know what this thing, when you want to be a boss babe, like, when you tell me, like, you want to wear the pants, like, you're the alpha female, like, you want to be, like, like, you want me to be, like, a beta cuck? Like, that doesn't fly like that shit. Like, is that how, that feminist shit, like, all that? You want a fucking, like, a beta male who fucking follows you and you talk shit to him, boss him around? Like, that's where I saw a lot of this woke shit. So now everyone's trying to be like, yo, this is man shit. This is what we do. Fuck all this softy, fucking woke, like crap like that. Because that's where a lot of the women, they wanted their men to be sissy boys. But at the end of the day, there's two two sides. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's the, I want to be an alpha male, right? But then there's guys who don't really want to take... The lead, you know what I mean? They'd rather let their women take the lead. I'm like, all right, you know what, babe? Go ahead, take the lead. I, I don't mind. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that, you know what I mean? There's, there's leaders and then there's followers, you know what I mean? Not everybody in this in this world could be a leader. At the end of the day, not everybody could be an alpha male. This is the reason that we all have different personalities. Everybody's different. Mm-hmm. But at the end of this day, I can understand where there's men are coming from you know what i mean yeah i can see their point of view i see you know the point of view of not wanting to date so if i wanted to date a woman who's an alpha right and i'm an alpha right what takes me away from just going to date a dude who'll be like all right fuck it i'll be the beta and you could be the alpha yeah i mean if guy it's almost like yeah exactly because you know what they were talking about I have to go. I'll, I'll give. I'll send it to yeah. you when I when I get off. But they were saying the worst women to date, like over the world, and they number one was United States women because the way how they're all fucked up. No other countries want to date United States women. They don't want that. And this is what probably. And this is probably why a bunch of guys are swinging around and hey, going rather go sleep with. It. With a tranny and shit, or go sleep with a dude because they don't want to deal with this type of chick. It's like you know yeah. what? I ra- I rather deal with something that fuck it. So a lot of people, uh, I talked to you about this earlier. Uh, the best women to find, like to be very submissive, loyal, you know, just the all around package, is uh, a lot of men are doing their homework trying to see what type of good women are out there in the countries, what they bring to the table, how they are in family. Like, they really do their homework. And they say a lot of men are finding their wives going to Japan. I, I can see that. They're very... um. Because the thing is, they have to be very submissive and loyal to their husband. They have to listen. If not... They will get backlash from their mom and dad and their grandparents. And to them, it's like if you're not even a good wife, you're ashamed. It's like it's bad. So they have to be loyal to their husband and this, whatever, and obey. And that's what God's looking for. We don't want to like, we want to be with someone to go out with, have a good time, whatever. But I don't want to bring all that problems home. Like if like I'm working doing this and you don't want to come home like your your lady just talking shit to you like drama this like 
You want a woman who's going to support you and comfort you and back you up. Are you doing okay? Like, we want that kind of type, type of support. We just don't want that fucking boss babe stuff, like, putting us down and this. And that's where you see a lot of men who that are they're just very weak-minded because they got scolded or they got walked over on by alpha women. And at the end of the day, look, guys. Sometimes you let them take the lead. You know what I mean? There is t- a time and point where you might be down and you might need your woman to become an alpha chick just to put you in your place and get you back on track. You know what I mean? Nothing you know wrong what? with that. Nothing wrong yeah. with that. Give I you that motivation. This, I watched this movie. with It's on Netflix with Guy Ritchie. Yeah. It's the guy, It's with Colin Farrow, Matthew McConaughey, like an English, like kind of like snatch movie. And like this guy was married and like, his wife was like backing him up. Like they're very like smart, intelligent, sophisticated, like cool. But you know, when you had other couples or really high elite, like you know, her well, the wife would just be quiet. But that wife would was would be like uh, observing the room and studying their movements and who they are and what they think, just by <coughs> by how the movement and how they talk and a lot of those women would back up their men so it's always you got to have that ride and die chick who's got to back you up you know got to have double wise it's all about the balance bro at the end of the day it's all about balance that's what men really want it's a balanced chick don't don't be to this and don't to that just be middle grounded you know what i mean yeah i just want to just yeah and that's the thing like for me and i'll say and i'll say a little personal you know like I always been a relationship guy, you know, I always, you know, I had my fair shares of fun, but when it really came down to relationship, I always want a relationship, but you know, for me taking some time off now and knowing what I know and now because of social media and videos, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, Megan, man, are you going to go back to the dating scenes? Like, I think I, I think I will, but I already know what type of woman I want because that's really hard because you know, I we there's times where I kind of feel like, am I gonna die alone? Now that is a big question. That whole where you young, bro, you don't really think about it. Is once you get older, it's like, do I really want to die alone? Cause it's sad. That shit when it really hits you, you know what I mean? It doesn't hit you until you get to a certain point and a certain age. When you, when you reach a certain number, you're like, yo, like, am I going to be alone? Are you going to die before me? Or am I going to die before you? Like, what's going to happen? I'm going to be honest with you. You know, like, you you know her. She comes on the show sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I would think, like, I don't want a relationship, cause I, you know, and all that. And having someone who, who likes what I do, the podcast and everything, and always been there when times got hard and it's something where it's like like I to me I was gonna die alone but now I'm kind of thinking wondering like this person like kind of talking to was more like seeing like she really cares about me to the point like I can kind of see myself with her not that's cool bro you know I don't know but I don't know but at the end of the day it is true, though. It's like, that is a big question. So for a lot of people who are listening, is your boss bitch or your boss dude, whatever boss baby, whatever boss 
alpha this, alpha that, beta this. Um, just know that that's the bigger question. Are you ready to die alone? I'm gonna leave you at that. Just think about that shit. Are you ready to die alone? Cause yo, that's scary. That's man. deep. That shit like, is you, deep, dude. You think like okay, you have social media friends, like, but like you, know, you know, honestly, like if something did happen where, we, and it's almost like in a way you don't like two or three friends went to your funeral, like damn, you didn't have the whole love, like you didn't have everyone supporting you, like to me that's sad, like. Damn, like, no one fucking liked you. Damn, Fuck. guys. Damn, that shit. Yeah, so just think about that, guys. I'm going to leave you with that right there. Just think about it. Even if you have somebody who's just with you, right, just lying in bed by yourself every fucking night is not the same as lying in the bed with someone. And just having that that human contact. That human contact is a lot, you know what I mean? That human flesh, flesh touch it's a lot believe it or not guys that shit does something to your psyche you know yeah you know you're right you, you know um i always preach about like you know with 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 energy you know like there's always times i always think of the past like those times you meet those girls like in junior high and high school or college or that just you just fell in love with like love at first sight like the energy like the kiss the touch that's those are the things i still reminisce because it was those were the times where it's like, oh my god! Like, I remember I, yo, I was going out with the most beautifulest girl at our school, and people were like, I don't know how you did it, Mega Man or Steven at the time, be like, well, dude, you're the man because I was just myself. But I remember those times, like hooking up with some some hot ass Susias. I know I said it like fifty times already, but since he brought it up, just think about that. Think about when you fell in love for the first time when you was a child, right? Because that's pure. Technically, your first love is always going to be pure. Oh, hell yeah. Because you're not, you're not corrupted by the world. I still have my love letters. Uh, when I used to go to church, there's girl. This, there was a girl. Her name was Stella. And uh, she liked me. And uh, she wrote this, like, nine-page letter. And hold I was on, like, hold on. "What's up?" I'm writing you a nine-page letter. <laughs> <laughs> That's that Leah song. Yeah, she wrote me a nine-page letter, and I was reading it. I was, too, I was like, "What the fuck? I never got this." And you know, the first thing I did when I opened the letter, she put perfume on it. Hey, she was Spanish, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, she, she was so passionate. Steven, I love you. I want, I like you. There's times where I see you going downstairs to go to the Sunday, Sunday school, like the church school. I would always see you by and I was like, oh my God, he is so good looking. She went to fucking details of like, she like, says, like she's like, oh, she's going to be waiting for you on a, um, in a huge black Escalade with tinted black windows. <laughs> yeah, like she was like, aftermarket exhaust. She was stalkerish. With spinning she rims. Better. But yeah, but I seen her uh, three years ago. Like, this is like when we were little. Yeah. Dude, she's fucking beautiful. But yeah, man. So, yeah. This, that is one of those things that no matter what, you you will never forget. So... 
any any last remarks don't forget guys think about that think about the first time you was in love and then think about are you willing to die alone <sighs> so with that said i know Bro, i hit i hit that, that's a that double web that, that's a deep one because like dad you're right man there's times where like, i want to be alone but there's times like i feel like i want to be with someone just think about that music so child love so many things i want to tell you <laughs>